Eagles Entertainment. Today's podcast is presented by Xfinity. Supercharge your screenplay with supersonic Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Enjoy breakaway speeds, power your whole huddle of devices, and help keep your home team safe with online security. Unbeatable internet from Xfinity, made to do anything so you can do anything. On Thursday, February 2nd, Eagles players spoke to the media. First to the podium, defensive end, Brandon Graham. BG, how, how, I guess, blessed do you feel to to be doing this twice in six years? Man, it's it's definitely a blessing because it took me eight to get to the first one. So um, just trying to enjoy these last two weeks of the season and trying to put my best foot forward like we've been doing and just trying to get the win. Is there ever a point where you wonder if you ever get to one? I always believe I would get to one, but two now? Man, I knew I talked about it last year going into this year saying, man, we coming back strong next year. We doing all this because I was hurt and just put the work in, you know, every day, one day at a time. And then when I seen the offseason moves, I was like, oh, man, we got us we got us some stuff. And then training camp uh, was really good. And, and, man, all it was was our consistency to just want to be better every day. And it's been working. And coach definitely led the way. Uh, well, you know what? Getting into the playoffs, the postseason, that was the first step of it because a lot of guys, you know, finish the season strong. And that's how you want to finish. You want to get hot at the right time. But then, you know, you go against Brady, uh, you know, they, they who we lost to earlier. It was a closer game than before. Uh, but I know that it was just the first year. First year uh, with Jalen as as a starter, you know, um, for him uh, going into the offseason, knowing that he was the guy with a, with a new coach. And now I feel like going into the second year, it was just the, the people that Howie and those guys brought in. Uh, and then Jalen had a second year with with the coach. And then, you know, um, I feel like uh, JG was a great, great hire. I mean, great hire for us um, last year. And, you know, we, now we didn't have to spend a lot of time on a lot of things that the first year that you have to spend a lot of time on. What did Nick win you over? Uh, you know what? He won me over when he first got here because it was just it was cool because that press conference he had that that he you know did all the stuff said all the wrong things uh, where y'all got on him. Uh, he, I just felt like he came into it here and gave us his honest answer on how he felt about it. He was pissed about it, you know, and I, I love that because you know a lot of coaches wouldn't admit to you know sometimes when the media get under their skin and you know it was it was just cool, just down to earth. Cool, cool guy. Got he had a good report coming in from a lot of guys that was there with the coats uh, that talk that I talked to, and um, they said you got you got you a good one. Hopefully, him being the head coach don't change him. And then from what I seen, it didn't change him. And so that's when he won me over, man. Just coming in, being real uh, about how he feels. But I know you know sometimes you can wear your emotions on your sleeves, uh, which he does. But you know I think he does a great job of you know owning it and moving on too. What do you remember about this trip to the Super Bowl special in a different way from the last one? I mean, year 13, finally got double digits this year. You know, I'm contributing uh, to help the team as much as I can. So, you know, this has been the best for me uh, because it's just, you know, who would have thought in year 13 I would still be here after we won the Super Bowl uh, that first time. And then uh, how things went last year with me tearing my ACL, I mean, my Achilles and now coming off the Achilles and having one of my best years, and and I'm not even playing half the half the snaps that I ever played. I mean that I've been playing um, in previous. So I would just say that's the difference for me is just you know going in year 13 and and making it with a team like this. What do you remember about Andy um, 
down the stretch in 2012 when it was apparent that he wasn't coming back and how he handled that and, and ultimately how he handled uh, talking to you guys that last time um, when he was fired? Um, Coach Reed was always a real dude. I mean, you know, he's he always um, handled his business. Really didn't really have too much. He really didn't talk as much. Uh, as far as, you know, team meetings, five minutes, and we in and out. Um, and then that's the difference from him and Nick. Like Nick being here about 20, 20 to 30 minutes, and then Coach Reed, it was just like five minutes and you're done. <laughs> you on the order of business is this. All right, go ahead and start your day. You know, and I think, um, you know, it was it was always cool. Um, and then for me, him drafting me, man, I can, I'm can always uh, indebted to him because of, uh, you know, him taking a chance on me and, uh, in this organization when he was here. Uh, but, yeah, man, old school, um, got a lot of coaches that was under him that have similar styles on how they run their uh, programs. And, man, I think he's just, you know, the OG of all the coaches. Brandon, uh, earlier today, uh, Julian. Uh, you know what? I felt that one this time. I've really felt that because, you know, you could see he was ready to, uh, you know, let it go a little bit uh, as far as crying and, you know, uh I mean, yeah, a hell of a career, man. I mean, you shouldn't have no regrets, even if this year didn't go as well as you wanted it to go. People are going to always remember you of, of all the things, all the great things you've done. they still trying to make sure that, you know, they have a better taste of what he didn't do this year and trying to, you know, talk about what he did in his past to make up for this year. So Brady shouldn't hang his head about anything, man. Uh, he a Michigan man. Uh, he definitely got opportunity afterwards with that big deal that he got. So, I mean – I don't feel sorry for him. <laughs> I mean, if you asked him and he was honest what the worst play of his life was, you know, it's probably that, that play, that strip sack. Um, what, does that, what does that play mean to you um, in your life, your career, your, your license plate? Uh, mm -hmm. you know, um, it's definitely a life changer, man. It changed my life because uh, can't nobody take that one away. Going against Brady in the Super Bowl, somebody who you know is uh, – put daggers in people's hearts uh, um, in those drives, especially that last drive. And, um, and I was just, if anything, I'm happy because it was another Michigan guy, you know, something that I can always go back uh, to Michigan. Uh, if I see Brady, we can always have a good conversation about that one. Uh, but, you know, um, I'm happy that, um, you know, I was able to do that in my career, especially how it went in the beginning and to be able to make, make a play like that in a t town that never had a uh, championship uh, that we finally brought us one. And then it, it changed my trajectory of, you know, how people view me uh, as a player. And, you know, it's just gotten better ever since. How was your trash talking game back then compared to now? <laughs> you know what? I cussed a little more back then than I did now. Um, Cause uh, you know who used to tell me, uh, uh, Cullen Jenkins used to be like, man, why are you always cussing and doing all this, man? They gonna find you. I mean, they gonna uh, throw the flag on you. You know, you gotta get creative. And you know, he was real good. He was real slick at the mile too. He was he was a good trash talker, but he really didn't open up like how I do. Like he would just say little stuff while you were around. But I think uh, just hearing it from other guys, uh, making sure that uh, you know I got the cussing part out of it, and just you know have some fun, man. I'm just. It's just whatever kind of come to mind uh, as I go as I go out there. Hey, Brandon, you're you're a leader on this team, and there was serious news about Josh Hills yesterday. Have you guys talked about that? And do you find that to be a distraction at this point in your preparations? Nah, I think um, you know for the most part um, that probably was a situation that 
the Eagles already kind of knew about. I mean, I don't really discuss, you know, stuff that goes on because I don't know nothing about it. You know what I'm saying? I just know that Josh is a cool guy. You know, I, I talk to him all the time uh, when he's in here. Uh, you know, he's 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 – I'm, I'm behind him 100% on, you know, whatever it is, because I don't know the whole story. I just know I want to support him. Um, you know, I, um, I hate that it's, a, you know, allegations, and I hate the whole situation for both parties because, you know, I'm, I'm sure it's been a, a storm since then uh, for him and uh, the female that's involved. And so I hope that, um, you know, they get down to the bottom of everything. Um, and, you know, I don't see it as a distraction. I just see it as something that he has to handle. Um, and, you know, just know that his teammates behind him. Brandon, back to, back to Nick for a second. Uh, Julian Love from the Giants today said he was talking about how what's a veteran team. I, I, I heard it. Talking about, talking about Nick. Yeah. What, what do you, what's your response to that and, and in terms of, like, you know, how do you counter that with in terms of what he has, has meant to this team? Uh, you know what, man? You know, people always got something to say when they at home. So they got some stuff to think about. So I ain't really going to touch too much on it. I just know that Coach Sirianni is uh, – it don't matter. What he did last year with a team that, you know, nobody thought was going to do much, you know, he ended up getting us to the playoffs. And then for his second year, it's, I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to get better. You're supposed to bring players in to get uh, – to do exactly what you need them to do. And we did that. I mean – he say anybody can coach the this team. It's like, man, it don't matter uh, because at the end of the day, it's on your GM and your president and pe- uh, people to be able to bring guys in and sign guys and have people want to come to this organization. So, I mean, man, it's a whole bunch of different factors other than just him talking about Coach Sirianni. Uh, it's just, you know, a lot of people just mad because of what happened this season. I understand. But, yeah, it, I mean, it definitely carried no weight because, I mean, Coach prove itself each and every day. And uh, if you're not in here, you really wouldn't know that. So it's just all lip service. Nick, Nick has talked about you shared with younger players about your previous Super Bowl experience, uh, not just the game itself, but the distractions and festivities leading up to it next week. Well, you know what? Um, I, I, I told them guys, just make sure you, you have fun, you know, when it's time to have it. But when we're when we in between those lines and we're in those meetings, let's make it about – what we do well and, and and how we can carry out this game plan because in that game we didn't come all this way to get embarrassed we didn't come all this way to to you know start you know playing around now uh keep it consistent that's what we've been doing keeping it consistent knowing how to turn it on turn it off because uh you are gonna have a bunch of family in town you're gonna have people all around and you know it's gonna be so many different things going on but I'm not saying you can't indulge in it and have fun with it, but just make sure you're responsible uh, because that's that's what it's about. It's about you taking care of your business when it's time, and you know you can definitely you can definitely play hard too uh, if you can handle that. Well, your whole family there. Uh, there was a point uh, towards the end of the game on Sunday, uh, you know, when the offense was able, to, the starting offense was able to get off the field, and you and Fletch were uh, hugging Jay before you know, the clock hit zero. What was uh, that moment like, and what was your message uh, to Jay? Uh, just man. Just proud of him because of all the the doubters this year of what Jalen's gonna do. I don't know how many times I got that from fans and even some media people are like, man, I don't know the X factor is Jalen. We don't know what Jalen's gonna do. I mean, I seen him this off season work. Uh, I'm just happy that it paid off for him because I mean, I that's the stuff y'all don't see. Y'all don't see the everyday sometimes, and you know you see some bad days at practice, and then people judge off that because that's what they that's the first thing they saw. Because uh, I remember him throwing a couple of picks or something in practice, something happened, and you know it was just like, man, we here to get better in training camp. So uh, I'm I'm excited. Uh, I was just more telling him like, man, 
I just appreciate him because of, you know, all the things that he had to overcome this year. And you didn't see him get rattled that one time. And, uh, man, I, I could, I, I'm going to fight for a guy like that every time. Somebody that just keep their nose clean, keep their head down, and get, and get to work. Nick has sort of Nick, Nick has referenced having the four veteran guys who have been through the Super Bowl before sort of helped you know get back up very quickly. What kind of role do you think the four of you have played in pushing this team forward? Uh, just showing them how to how to practice because you know that kind of goes on. Unsaid a lot, uh, just on knowing how to practice. Uh, you got to make sure that you bring it every day. And some days that we don't have it, you got to make sure that you can talk about it and tell people, "Hey, man, I need you. I need you. I know you ain't start start so good today, but come on, I need you to finish the practice the right way because we know what shows up in practice shows up in the game." good or bad and so uh, I think it's more of, of how we carry ourselves every day our regimen because uh, us because us older guys have to get warmed up which I got to do in a little bit uh, of just getting in your regimen of like my st- I get in the steam room the sauna like you know get my body loose a little bit uh, before I go out and uh, if you can create those habits at a young age you know it's going to carry you uh, you know later on in your career uh, that's what Trent Cole used to do a lot of and that's who I kind of Id- idolized during that time uh, when he was here and so I kind of do this I do the same thing uh if not more uh because of my age uh and you know I think a lot of guys respect that and they they've they've adopted that and they've been in there with me uh doing doing stuff that I do just to kind of you know let them know that 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 um that they hear me uh, you know what? I ain't talked about that. Uh, I get what you're saying. It is a little longer than, uh, than you know. This, this stay, stay doing stuff in the in um, during halftime stretch. Uh, get, warm up one more time, uh, just to kind of get that flow back, uh, and just yeah, just enjoy that moment too. Now we'll hear from quarterback Jalen Hurts. Does it feel day-to-day? Tell us about it. Um, I'm, I'm getting there. You know, I've made it clear this whole time that it's been something that I've been dealing with and, you know, getting there. Can you give us a number? I can't. Okay. It's getting better? You feel it getting better? What time? Yeah, you know, we – um. <clears throat> We we have a heck of an opportunity in front of us, and <clears throat> excuse me, we have a heck of an opportunity in front of us, and we've worked really hard to be where we are now. So um, to have the opportunity is is something that you earn. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's something that you earn. So we want to work really hard to take advantage of it. Until recently, there weren't a lot of examples of dual threat quarterbacks, of true dual threat guys in the Super Bowl. And those have been quite hard to win that way. I guess like if someone embraces it, like how much. Yeah, I think every 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 guy has a unique way of doing what they do. Um, you're not going to turn on the TV and see everybody playing the game the same way. So, you know, I I don't necessarily take pride in playing the game a certain way. I just take pride in being who I am. Um, you know, every everybody um, does it different. You know, and everybody has something different that makes them special and great. You know, but just try and go out there and play the game to win. You watched Cam on that stage you know, a few years ago, I guess. 
you mentioned he's a mentor of yours before. How much do you, what do you remember about him on that stage? Have you talked to him at all about you know, I haven't. I think uh, any anyone like Mike Vick, Cam, uh, Randall Cunningham, uh, McNabb, all of those types of guys are guys that um, a lot of young kids looked up to. Um, a lot of them young black kids as well. I mean, Steve McNair, all of those guys. So, um, yeah. What did, what do you Yeah, I think it's history. I think it's something that's worthy of being noted and it is history. You know, it's come a long way. I think there's only been seven um, African-American quarterbacks to play in the Super Bowl. So um, to be the first for some is, is pretty cool. So I know it would be a good one. Was there a moment Sunday night after Kansas City won when you realized that there was this historical significance with this Super Bowl? No, not until everybody else started talking about it. But I think, um, you know, it's, it's, it's history. And it's always... Uh, cool to be on a good start, good, not necessarily good or bad, but, you know, be in history, I guess. I don't know. Jalen, what, what do you take away from the first time you played against the Chiefs? I know it was only like a year ago, basically, but it was like early in the season, maybe your fourth game as, as a full-time starter, and just from where you were then to where you are now. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I think I had a really good team last year. Um, I have a really good team this year. You know, I think in terms of us, we just have to go out there and do kind of what we've um, done all year, just go out there and try and execute at a high level. You know, we know we have a huge challenge in front of us with, the, with what they do on defense and um, their front seven and how active they are up front. But we want to just go out there and kind of play clean, play clean. Uh, no, nah, I mean, um, <clears throat> you know, the the oldest, the oldest guy just left the game, uh, you know, uh, a lot of respect to him. Uh, you know, I take time to, to show my respect for him. Um, I probably won't ever be able to get him, get him again because he ain't playing no more, but, um, a lot of respect to him and what he's done for the game and what he's done for the, uh, for the position. How old do you think you were when this became a, a in the locker rooms that have been through this, Jason Lane, Fletch, BG, guys like that. Um, it is a little bit different, uh, everything from the extra time, longer halftime. Do you sort of pick their brains on, on what it's like to get prepared for this? I think they're um, definitely guys that we can lean on. You know, I think they're definitely guys we can lean on and their experiences. You know, I think experience is the biggest teacher. So you have to kind of go through it yourself to learn the most from it. But having those guys around is definitely beneficial. And I think, you know, there's a lot of familiar faces around here that have been here, you know. So I think as a team, we're leaning on one another. How long has this been a dream of yours to, to play the Super Bowl? Do you, do you have any idea, like, how young you were when you started thinking that way? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean... I always wanted to be the best, you know what I'm saying? So Super Bowl is on the list to, to be the best, so that's why I wanted to kind of was fell in line. Jalen, Michael Vick was on the radio yesterday. He mentioned that he was speaking with Donovan McNabb, talking about you, and he said that the two of them wished that they handled their early career the way you are. What does it mean to be talked about like that from two guys you've 
mentioned before multiple times that you admire. Yeah, um, I appreciate that a lot. I appreciate that a lot. Those are guys that I've watched as, ki- as a kid, um, looked looked up to for a long time, and I'll have them here and kind of blazing their trails and, you know, trying to create new ones, you know what I mean? Um, those are guys I have a lot of respect for, um, and I think I just try and go out there and play the game with passion and, um, you know, go go throughout the process of preparing for games and giving it my all uh, every day I'm here and every time I'm on the field and you know, just leading, so I appreciate that. As a leader on this team, what's your message to your teammates about – Avoiding distractions, blocking out distractions when you get to Arizona in a couple of days. Yeah, I think, man, you just have to focus on everything that's in front of you and keep the main thing the main thing. You know, um, there, there's a lot of distractions all the time, and I think this time of year, when you're fortunate enough to make it this far, they're, they're amplified. So um, hopefully everybody can stay focused on the task at hand. Um, enjoy the moment, embrace the moment, but also <clears> – <throat> You know, stay focused on what matters. And, th- and there was serious news that, that surfaced yesterday about Jordan. <clears throat> Have you guys talked about that at all? What, what's been the conversations? I'm sorry? And, uh, about what happened with Josh Sills mm-hmm. yesterday? Uh, the news that surfaced yeah, about Josh Sills it's yesterday? Not, it's not my place to comment on anybody's legal um, issues. So. My best player of the season? Season not over. <laughs> have you heard from Coach Saban? I have not. I have not. Uh, I haven't. You probably called me at some point, private line. He has a private little caller ID he calls people from. So I don't get him much, but I know when they um, come in, I expect it's him. Jalen, this past uh, Sunday, you guys set a uh, record for most rushing touchdowns by any franchise in NFL. Uh, history. I guess what do you appreciate most about the mixture of people involved from Jeff Style and Jamal and uh, obviously your running backs? Yeah, man, it's um, it's a credit to everyone. Our, our offense is moving the way it's moving, but, you know, in that run game, you have interchangeable pieces back there that um, everybody's kind of eating, you know what I mean? And up front, um, they're always on the same head. Coach Stout does a great job of setting the tone earlier in the weeks um, with – his position group, and we all just we all do it together. We're all supportive of one another. Um, Coach Singleton does a hell of a job talking about ball security and the importance of that and the techniques of that. Um, you know, it's, it, it takes everyone, and I think it it's been a a thing a, a thing that has been done together. Well, his emergence. Uh, could you see that he had the ability to be more than a role player and, and to take this kind of role on? I think everybody um, has the ability to be. Um, I mean, we, 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 they're all big-time players. You know, uh, there's no surprise to what Kenny Gainwell has been able to do. Kenny um, is a hell of a player, you know, and all those guys, I always tell them, you know, when your phone, when your phone rings, answer. So um, they've all been able to answer for us, and we, we need it. One more game. How, how, well, sorry, how, during, well, during how well, how well do you know um, Patrick Mahomes? Is, like, were you aware of him going back to high school? I mean, both being Texas guys and everything. Yeah, no, I didn't, um, Texas is so big. You know, I've, uh, I turn on the TV, and he's a little older than me too, but um, turn on the TV and see, um, you know, you had the Texas high school football uh, late night show, and it runs throughout the whole state. 
and you see what he's doing in East Texas. You have Houston, you have Dallas, San Antonio. You have so many areas in um, at White House. I think he went to White House. I, you know, he always was lighting it up over there. So um, always, I had a lot of you know respect for him, and I always was kind of watching from afar. Next up, wide receiver AJ Brown. AJ, what's it like to be on this stage with a former high school teammate? How close are you and Willie, and what does it mean to you to be in that situation? Um, it's truly a blessing to to be on this on, on the biggest stage of football. Um, I'm so blessed to to play this game and <clears throat> to, um, to know Willie and and uh, played high school ball with him, competed against him um, in college and growing up like five minutes from from where um, where we live up from each other. Um, it means everything. It means everything to the city of Starkville. I know they're proud of, of both of us. Um, <clears throat> uh, we live both. We lived in the country. So, uh, you know, um, it just shows like the, to the kids, like you can make it out. You know, you can do whatever you want to do. You put your mind to it. You know, you take take the right route. AJ, Nick uh, tells us that for all the meetings, you went and Jay are, are right here at the front. Mm -hmm. uh, a couple of days ago when you guys had your first, like, introductory logistics meeting for the Super Bowl, did that one hit a little bit different, you know, sitting next to your friend and knowing that you guys are going to the Super Bowl? Um, <clears throat> I, think it, I think it hit a little different, to be honest, after the game, you know. Um, um, kind of really set in today a little bit because um, we had to come back to work. You know, we back to work, you know, um, what we wanted to accomplish. So um, just being on this level with my friend, the, the talks that we had in the past um, is right in front of our eyes. So. You mentioned the talks you've had in the past with Jalen. Uh, been here almost a year, traded to go in April. Was this always the expectation? Was this always the dream to be here talking about going to Super Bowl? Um, this is this was always the expectation. When I got here, in my first post game speech, you know, I told him I don't want to put no pressure on him, but this is the goal. You know, um, this is why we play the game. You know, I'm not playing for individual awards. Like playing the game to be the best and to hold that trophy up at the end. You know, so right now we we we're right here. We at the door. We just got to go take it. Uh, that just hats off to our O-line and our running backs, man. They've been running the ball really well. Um, <clears throat> you know, I'd be having people coming at me coming at me sideways about uh, me not putting up no numbers, you know. Um, but you got to watch the game, man. You know, you got to watch the game to see the, how, how our offense, our O-line and our running backs been dominating, you know. And we just doing whatever it takes right now, you know. And you never know how the game's going to go. How You know, just be prepared. Like, And I'm doing my job. I'm blocking whatever the case may be. So, you know, I don't, I don't really care how it get done, you know, as long as it get done, <laughs> you know. Even though you got traded, you, you still made the decision to re-sign here. So, so if you had to make that decision mm -hmm. long term, mm -hmm. um, were you looking at the roster and, 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 and the way how it was putting things together when you made that decision? Um, no, unfortunately. Uh, all I needed to know who was my, who's going to be my quarterback, and that told me everything I need to know. Uh, you know, I was gonna let the chips fall where they may. You know, um, he made it a lot easier to 
to to make the trade go down, you know, trade happen, you know, I would say. Um, you know, because, like I said in the past, like, I was crying and, you know, it's, but as soon as, he, as soon as he called me, we got to laughing and that's where the phone call came in at, you know, and the tears went away, you know, I'm first ready for a new start, so. So once you got here and you saw the roster, what made you think this team had this type of chance? <clears throat> you know, we go through camp and, you know, it's, it's practice and, you know, I don't really take, you know, I, I mean, I take practice serious, but, you know, I don't want to judge practice. You know, I want to go get somebody else and see, you know, how guys react and, and uh, it was week one, week one. And uh, we, we came back in the locker room and it was like, hey, we got a lot of good pieces around this room. We just got to stay focused and, and stay locked in one week at a time. And, you know, it could really happen, you know, and, and the testament, here we are. How has it helped you and Devontae especially going against Slay and James Bradbury every day in the corners and, and learning some things from them as well? I think that's that, those two are the toughest corners that we faced all year. You know, we face them every day in camp. You know, of course, you're going to be ready for uh, whoever whoever's in front of you. You know, because they're they're two two guys who do two two different things. They two, they play two different ways, and they do it really well. You know, um, I, shoot, I love going against them in camp. You know, because I knew it was going to get me ready. You know, um, I never I never went against Slay. So um, until I got here, um, I went against James before, but just. Seeing those guys on an everyday basis is going to help the room, help me out, you know, just get us ready and vice versa. AJ, you talked about the goal, this being the goal. You talked about seeing that you had the pieces in week one, but was there a point during the season when you said, okay, we're really good? You got a, a real shot at this? Um, I mean, of course, you know, we had momentum going, like, as the season went on and you know was was undefeated for a while and um you know it was kind of just easy to get big headed you know but uh we got a special group and, and and this group held everybody accountable you know um you know it's football and stuff happened and we had a hiccup there a hiccup there but uh <clears throat> it's a special group and I th- I just think the group just held everybody accountable you know keep keeping the the main thing the main thing and um so yeah hey, I feel like at the end of April, when you were here on this very stage, uh, a lot of the questions that we had were like, how are you and uh, Devontae going to complement each other? Right. I guess now that we're here, uh, uh, right before the Super Bowl, what have you appreciated most about being, uh, you know, seeing him work in a, as a teammate? You know, as a, <clears throat> I appreciate the most, he's selfless. You know, our whole room is selfless. You know, you know, as a receiver, you know, every, every, every guy in the room wants the ball. You know, but it takes a... Different type of uh, different type of human to to put yourself aside and you know and do it for the team you know and uh, but most importantly uh, he has taken a a big stride through this year I, I would say man uh, and it, and, it, and it's from the little things too you know, you know you guys may not see it but you know I see it up close and personal um, and just the, the the mental part of it you know I think it was probably like the biggest biggest thing that he can he he knows that he can get open against anybody. And I feel like when you when you think that way, it's in your DNA, you know, uh, can't nothing stop you. And, you know, I joke all the time and say, like, I'm always open and this and that. Like, I think in this position, like, if you thinking that way and you moving that way, like, like you're going to start to believe it, you know. And uh, and that's and that's the way we, we approach each and every day, you know, and uh, to get better, to be open, to get open, and, you know, and to be um, – I don't know, uh, 
Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, two more. There was a moment, you know, before training camp where you, him, Jalen, even uh, Smitty's brother, where y'all worked out and it was, you know, pouring rain. What, mm-hmm. what was that uh, workout like? What do you remember about that day? Um, that's 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 the stuff I love to be honest. You know, I I love the off season more than than the season. You know, because that's when I prepare. That's when I get better. Um, but that particular that particular day, um, we all got together in the morning, and um, it's pouring down raining, and we was running the hill, and um, I kind of that kind of like let everybody know, let let the team know. The how serious we were about this, you know, um, that we coming in to work, um, no matter what, no matter the circumstances, uh, we're going to get it done. And, um, you know, most guys today in the NFL would not show up to a workout like that or, or go home. You know, it was real work applied out there. So, you spoke about the state of Mississippi itself is very well represented. Yeah. It's not often viewed from the same level as like Texas or Florida. What is it about that state that's proved so much talent? I don't know. I think the state is state of Mississippi just slept on. You know, uh, they don't think too many guys are going to come out of their state and, and 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 produce at a high level. You know, they got some some guys like Chris Jones, a couple more other guys. You know, from the state as well, and, we, and so do we. Um, but uh, as a state that's just hungry, it's kind of it kind of reminds me of Philly. You know, um, you know we. we Poor state, you know, not giving much. You got to go earn whatever you whatever you want, and uh, that's just how it is. And so, I'm pretty sure the state of Mississippi is proud of everyone who's uh, who's going to play in the Super Bowl, and and I know Mississippi is going to represent well. Inside the locker room, safety Reed Blankenship. How you doing? This has uh, been quite a year. Oh yeah, no, unbelievable year. Do you allow yourself to reflect on how far you've come from being? I mean, you weren't even one of the like big money undrafted right right now you know it's it's been going by really fast and you know I haven't really had a time to sit back and look back at all the things that that we've done but uh you know after the season I'll have time for that for sure but we we have a job to do you know our season's not finished yet so we're excited to go out and play what do you remember about like when camp started or even going back to OTAs did you ever feel like the odds are so against me. Like, how am I going to even get the reps to show what I can do and that kind of thing? Or? Oh, absolutely. You know, just like you said, coming in as an undrafted, like one of the lowest guys on the totem pole, um, I knew I had to work. I mean, I still feel like there's odds against me. You know, I, I, I play with a chip on my shoulder still, and I, I'm not going to lose that, you know, for the rest of my career. You know, that's how I was raised, and that's how it's going to be for the rest of my career. So, When did you feel like I'm getting their attention? I guess it was uh, preseason games, um, especially the final one. You know, I had to play a lot. Obviously, I was just one of those guys that had to do special teams and defense because they was going to rest everybody else. But uh, I felt like I had their attention when, you know, I just didn't give up. I didn't bat an eye at anything. So, you know, like they, they know I can play I play hard, and that's, that's just my uh, work ethic when I come in. So. You know how rare it is for – undrafted rookies to like have a role in a Super Bowl team like yeah I mean it it is very rare and that's something I just you know I just love this love this sport and uh you know it's just another opportunity to play at a at a high level on a big stage so I just can't wait what about the mental like I mean we knew I mean we knew in training camp physically Mm -hmm. you were there uh, you had ability you felt you looked like you belonged Mm -hmm. from the start Uh, but the mental side it is really is really hard and just to be ready like when Chauncey got mm-hmm. hurt and and to be able to just jump in there and right. and do what you know what you did mm-hmm. um 
where does that come from, that mental toughness, mental fortitude? Well, I've been playing this sport and sports in general for a long time now. And outside of sports, you know, I've, I've worked on a farm out in, you know, very, very hot conditions in Alabama. So it's a, it's a work ethic that's been instilled, you know, from my parents and from everybody that, that I've been around, you know. And, and I look at everybody on the team here, you know, Jalen and Marcus and all these guys. I mean, they're workhorses, and, you know, you, you want to match them. So that's, I guess that's where I get my motivation from, too. What, when did you uh, – did you, were you supposed to get drafted? What was drafted? Honestly, I, I think I was either going to go day three, just I mean, or undrafted. So it, I mean, yeah, I wanted to get drafted. I didn't really know what my percentage was of getting drafted at some, but right. I knew that I was either going to be more than likely to be undrafted. So probably, you're probably better off. Yeah. Because if you got drafted in the seventh round, you wouldn't be here. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, like I like I, I'm enjoying my time here. I mean, who wouldn't be on this team right now? I pick, we picked a really good team to be on, so yeah. I'm glad I can get, contribute just a little bit. So, how do you how do you kind of balance wanting to kind of stick with the process and do your job and practice hard, and also, I mean, you're going to a Super Bowl and kind mm -hmm. of enjoy the moment a little bit. Yeah, you know, it, it's one of those things that it hasn't hit me yet, and I think it's just because I'm a rookie and I haven't played in a full season of us not getting to a Super Bowl. So, I mean, this is like one of the first times I've ever been on a winning team, though. Really? Yeah. So it it's a fun ride, you know. I, I don't want to do anything to screw it up or, you know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm enjoying it. I'm having fun. But I know that at the end of the day that we have a job to do, and I don't want to let any of these guys down. Yeah. So your high school team wasn't very good? Oh, uh, we were. Um, but I was just more talking college. about college. Yeah. and so. The crazy thing is, like, there's guys who play – 15 years and don't get right. to the Super Bowl. I know, and that's that's the crazy thing. And I'm an undrafted rookie fisting to play in my first Super Bowl, so it's pretty cool. Next up, tight end, Dallas Goddard. You've got two weeks to go to the Super Bowl. What are the emotions like here in the locker room? Um, obviously, everybody's pretty excited. Um, but like you said, we have two weeks yet, so uh, we're just focusing on the day at hand. You know, we gotta attack the meetings, uh, go attack this walkthrough, and then attack the meetings again. So uh, everybody's just really hungry to get out there and uh, win one more. Nick has said that he wants to keep things as normal as possible. Do you guys feel that, or does it feel different? Um, it's like a mix of both. It, it feels pretty normal, um, but at the same time, I'm sure when we get down there for the whole week, uh, stuff will be feeling even more different than it does now. Dallas, when you got here, obviously the team was coming off the Super Bowl win. Was it kind of weird coming into this locker room after they accomplished something, but you hadn't yet? Um, I wouldn't say it was weird. Um, you know, I looked up to all those guys. Um, obviously, getting to the Super Bowl is the pinnacle of this sport. Uh, winning the Super Bowl is the pinnacle of this sport. So, uh, got to learn from a lot of guys that were here right after it. Got to hear uh, their stories, how amazing it was, things like that. So, it just made me even more hungry to uh, get there. And, you know, here we are. So, looking forward to it. What are some of your memories of those guys still, like, kind of celebrating that win when you arrived? Yeah, probably the biggest one I remember was, uh, it was towards the end of OTAs, it might have been the end of it, they had the ring ceremony where they all got their rings, and uh, you know, everybody's like, are you going? I'm like, what the heck am I going for? I didn't do nothing, I'm not, I'm not on that team that's going there, so uh, that was probably the one thing, you know, everybody, um, they brought back the old players, obviously the players that were there just had an incredible weekend where uh, I was just sitting at home, uh, dreaming about it, wishing that I could be there, hoping that I'd be there one day, so. Remember what you did that night? Uh, no, I think I waited until they were done, and then a couple of them hit me up when they were going out, and I might have got hung out with them with their rings on, and you know, I felt like a little man out there since they all had their sweet Super Bowl rings. Some of those guys obviously still here right now. 
what kind of tone and what message are they sending to you guys who have not been on the stage just yet? Yeah, um, obviously some of the older guys that are still here, Brandon Graham, Fletch, uh, Kelsey Lane, um, Isaac, you know, they're they're hungry, you know, uh, especially the ones that are getting older towards the end of the career. You know, this is a big, big one for them. And, you know, uh, we're all playing for them. Dallas, is the waiting the hardest part? Yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, it's only Thursday, but it already feels like it's been a super long week, uh, the anticipation. Um, I'm sure it's just going to get longer as the week goes on and uh, we're locked up in a hotel. But, uh, you know, it's a lot better than being locked up on your couch. Do you know what to expect next week with all the extra stuff that comes with that? Um, not really. I'm going to be learning on the fly. Obviously, talk to some vets uh, as we get down there and things like that. But, you know, I'm going to take it all in, soak it all in. and. Uh, you know, just make sure I can do everything I can to be prepared so when I step out on the field that I'm ready to go. Next, running back Kenny Gainwell. I just want to ask you what the, the last week has been like. Have you had a lot of people reaching out and, and kind of really happy for your success? Yeah, for sure. Um, really, it's just been my my city, Yazoo County, and Ben, Mississippi. They're very proud of me, you know, um, reaching the Super Bowl, achieving a goal that I've been having for a long time. But, man, everybody's happy. The production has been really good. I mean, why, why do you think that that's the case? Because I work hard and I keep my head down. And I stay focused on um, what I have to do and I don't let the big moments get to me, you know. Um, and I just work hard. And it's, it's not seen from a lot of people, but the people that know that I've been working hard knows that it's time. It's time. What do you think has made the biggest difference in your career since you've been here? Um. You see, like I say, probably just just the motivation from the guys around. You know, when you surround yourself around good guys, and they bring in good guys, and it just it just all fuses in the fire. You know, you bring in extra extra on top. So um, just me just being motivated by those guys, being successful, and myself just being being ready when the time comes. You mentioned like not letting the moment get too big. How do you do that? And, and is that something you've always been able to do? Yeah, I always been able. I always been like that my whole life. You know, and, uh, I never let the moment get get to me. Um, even when I was in high school, uh, went to state championship, college, um, 2019, went to the um, AAC championship. You know, never let the moment get too big. So now we at this point. I'm at this point in my life where, you know, it's a big moment, but it won't, I won't, it won't never get to me, you know, and I just stay focused and keep my head down, keep working. Why do you think that is? Like, how do you, how do you do that? <laughs> I was just born like that, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, since you got in the league, I know you talked a lot about early this year, like how much you worked in the offseason on your body and mm -hmm. getting in shape. Yeah. What's the biggest, like, have you changed body composition, like that sort of thing since you've been in the NFL? Uh, yeah, I have. Um, I was well, I was a little smaller in college. I was like what 190 mm -hmm. in in college. So now I'm up to like 202, 205 winning and, and like that just being that just being like a a better step for me, you know, um, being up to that weight and like having having my my mindset ready for like you need to be here to you know sustain your your body throughout a whole long longer 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 season, you know. So. Like that is what what's been good. Do you see that weight and that extra strength show up on tape too? Yeah, for sure. You know, um, I always been a tough, tough guy. You know, and it's just been that just in my that just in my making. You know, see flesh the same way. You know, um, but it just that just in our you know in our bloodline. You know, just to be 
hard nosed, tough, you know, never let the first man bring you down, you know. If you get in a fight, don't let the first person knock you out tight. You know, they're just mm -hmm. they're just us, you know, and like that always been me. There's someone from your life that's reached out in the last week that's been like kinda cool for you to talk to again? Uh I talked to my I talked to my head coach from um, high school. Um just getting back connected to him, you know, and they've been gone for like six years now from high school. So like just getting back connected with Coach Dobbs and like hearing his voice. I had a camp this summer and I got a chance to talk to him then, but like getting a chance to talk to him again this year and him being happy for me to make it to the Super Bowl. So like that's a big that's a big thing for me. Yeah. This is an obvious question, but how excited are you? Yeah, you I'm super excited. Uh, I'm super excited. Happy we get a chance to go to Arizona, but it's all about the work and it's just we just they just win it, you know. And lastly, punter Aaron Sipos. Welcome back to practice, man. How you, yeah. How you feeling? Yeah, good. Feeling really good. Um, ready to go, so which is great, and um, the opportunity arises, and that is fantastic. But it's good to be back out there with the guys and get to do my thing for a couple of weeks, and we'll see how it goes. Do you do you anticipate being the guy? Or I mean, I've always got to anticipate that. So, um, you know, if I. If I don't think that, then I'm not doing I'm not doing any anything good by me. So uh, I'm going out there to prepare to play, and um, that's all there is to it. And um, whatever happens, happens. But um, it's a great opportunity to be able to go out there and, and do my thing. Uh, I know that we talked to you a few weeks ago, and you said you thought maybe NFC Championship game you'd be ready. Do you feel like you could have played, or was it just like let's keep it safe? And no, I feel like I could have played definitely. Um, you know, mentally, physically, I was ready to go. Um, you know, that's that's the only thing that I need to concentrate on the whole time. It's just making sure that I'm doing everything I can to make sure that, I, that I'm good. Um, obviously, it's great to be in this situation now to be able to go out there in two weeks' time and and hopefully be part of it. Um, but yeah, now it's just it's two weeks to just fully prepare and and be ready to go. Do you feel kind of grateful that you might have this opportunity? Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, who wouldn't be? Um, you know, it's a. Uh, you know, it's, it's been a long grind over the last kind of seven to eight weeks and, um, you know, very fortunate to be in this, uh, you know, in this uh, position to, to have a shot at it and, and see what happens. Anything physically you have to make sure of at practice? No, I, look, as I said, I'm, I'm good to go, um, which is great. You know, I'm sure that uh, if, the, if that was the case, then I probably wouldn't be out there. Um, but no, it's uh, everything's going well. Strength has gone really, really good, and rehab's done, done a, you know, done a really good job with in terms of the trainers and that to um, be fully prepared. What's it been like sitting back and watching the last yeah, couple of weeks? Yeah, tough, tough. Um, it's been great that the guys have done such a great job and we're, and we're playing our best football obviously at the right time. Um, do you have moments of where you obviously want to be out there? There's no doubt. But, um, you know, we're in this position now and that's all that matters. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.